Today, LCMS Life Ministry offers a prayer service for life at the LCMS International Center in St. Louis. The special order of Vespers for the prayer service for life may be found online at lcms.org life. The scripture readings for today are Psalms 10, 82, and 139, Genesis chapter 9, verses 1 through 7, and Luke chapter 6, verses 39 through 45. The hymns are Lutheran Service Book 696, O God, My Faithful God, Lutheran Service Book 755, In the Very Midst of Life, and 553, O Christ, Our Hope, Our Heart's Desire. The Reverend Robert Zagor is preaching. We now join the live prayer service for life. Tonight to pray for others and for ourselves. Tonight we'll follow the order of service as it's printed for us in the bulletin. We stand for the opening hymn.
Lord, open my lips. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. not the afflicted. Why, O Lord, do you stand afar off? Why do you hide yourselves in times of trouble? For the wicked boasts of the desires of his soul, and the one greedy for gain curses and renounces the Lord. His ways prosper at all times, your judgments are on high out of his sight. As for all his foes, he puffs at them. His mouth is filled with cursing and deceit and oppression. Under his tongue are mischief and iniquity. He lurks in ambush like a lion in his thicket. He lurks that he may seize the poor. He seizes the poor when he draws him into his net. He says in his heart, God has forgotten. He has hidden his face. He will never see it. Why does the wicked renounce God and say in his heart, you will not call to account? But you see, for you know mischief and vexation, 
to you the helpless commits himself, you have been the helper of the fatherless. The Lord is King forever and ever. The nations perish from his land. You will to do justice to the fatherless and the oppressed so that man who is of the earth may strike terror no more. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Arise, O Lord, O God, lift up your hand. Forget not the afflicted. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for you shall inherit all the nations. God has taken his place in the divine council. In the midst of the gods he holds judgment. Give justice to the weak and the fatherless. Maintain the right of the afflicted and the destitute. Rescue the weak and the They have neither knowledge nor understanding. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. Nevertheless, like men, you shall die and fall like any prince. Arise, O God, judge the earth, 
for you shall inherit all the nations. You me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up, you discern my thoughts from afar. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all together. You have been behind and before, and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high, I cannot attain it. If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. Even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. Even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as the day, for darkness is as light with you. For you form my inward parts, you knit me together in my I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, my soul knows it very well. saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there were none of them. If I would count them, they are more than the sand. I awake, and I am still with you. Oh, let you slay the wicked, O oh God. 
They speak against you with malicious intent. Your enemies take your name in vain. Do I not I hate them with complete hatred. I count them my enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any grievous way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made.
reading from Genesis chapter 9. And God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. The fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every bird of the heavens, upon everything that creeps on the ground and all the fish of the sea. Into your hand they are delivered. Every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. And as I gave you the green plants, I give you everything. But you shall not eat flesh with its life, that is, its blood. And for your lifeblood, I will require a reckoning. From every beast, I will require it, and from man. From his fellow man, I will require a reckoning for the life of man. Whoever sheds the blood of man, by man shall his blood be shed. For God made man in his own image. And you, be fruitful and multiply, teem on the earth and multiply in it. O Lord, have mercy on us. A reading from Luke chapter 6. Please rise. Jesus also told them a parable. Can a blind man lead a blind man? Will they not both fall into a pit? A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone, when he is fully trained, will be like his teacher. Why do you see the speck in your brother's eye, but not notice the log that is in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me take out the speck that is in your own eye, when you yourself do not see the log that is in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck that is in your brother's eye. For no good tree bears bad fruit. Again, does, any, does a bad tree bear good fruit? For each tree is known by its own fruit. For figs are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor are grapes picked from a bramble bush. The good person, out of the good treasure of his heart, produces good. And the evil person, out of the evil treasure, produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Thanks be to God. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name that I may walk in your truth. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit.
grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The readings you've just heard, including the gospel lesson, are the basis of tonight's sermon, especially these words, Can the blind man lead a blind man? Will they not both fall into a pit? A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone, when he is fully trained, will be like his teacher. This is the word of the Lord. How many times have we gathered over the years? and prayed that somehow or another the scourges which have hit our land would be taken away. Apparently not enough. Our witness has been too weak. Even now, people go about their lives absolutely unconcerned about the life that's lost, about those who are suffering and struggling, Those who are not even orphans, who have no one to protect them, no one to watch over them, no one to guard them, those that we raise up among us who are to judge life and death in righteousness and honor have decided to judge by standards which are unworthy of even the animals. And we come together again, in smaller numbers this time. We've become used to it. We've started to accept it. We've started to say this is normal. And those who do so become a little less human, because to be human means to be like the Father of all mercies, Son, who came and became human and now defines the race for us. He is all that we should be and are not. But to him we cry. It is important that we as the Christian church don't cry out to the Supreme Court saying, give us justice, give us mercy, give us life. We we cry out to the Father of all life and to his Son, Jesus Christ. The Scripture tells us that all things were made by him and for him. That means that they belong to him. And yet, we like children love to grab that which is not our own and cry out, mine. It belongs to me. It's mine to do with what I choose. Before I point to anybody else's sin, I read the gospel reading, and I know that I myself am guilty of such things, as are you. I have no claim on anything that I call mine. Everything was created by him and for him. They all belong to him. Whether my days or my hours, which I sometimes guard greedily and I hate having people take them away or give me extra tasks that I have to do when I would rather spend the time on me or the people that he's put in my life that I don't want to share with others or the possessions or 
Even occasionally, the brilliant words that I come up with in a sermon that when I hear in somebody else's sermon, I say, they stole that from me. It's all part of what we've done since childhood where we grab that which is not our own and we claim it. We say it's mine. There's a way in which that can be love. Where you take something as precious and you say it belongs to you. It is yours. The Lord uses those words to describe us when he declares us holy, his people. He claims us as his own in baptism. The word holy means set apart for God's use. So when we talk about the Holy Bible, it's God's book. When we talk about the Holy Supper, it's God's supper. When we talk about the Holy Church, it's God's church. It's a phrase or a word that means it belongs to God. And when he calls us his people, when he declares us holy, he's declaring we belong to him, and this is a statement of the greatest love. The abomination comes when we decide that that which we say is our own is ours to do with as we please. Like a child who takes a toy and jealously yells, mine, and then breaks it and disassembles it into pieces and stomps it on the floor. Or those who do that with babies. They have never belonged to us. And so we come together. As the psalmist says, our hearts can be filled with rage and complete hatred against those who sin against you, Lord. We sang those words just moments ago. It's hard not to lash out and reach out in pain and anger and hatred and say, no, this does not belong to you. This is an act of greatest evil. You have become my enemy. You've become an enemy of God. And you deserve what you have coming to you. Utter destruction is your path. But then I realize as soon as I declare someone my enemy, I have a divine word. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. I don't dare rage as those who have no master would rage. Because about those who would do these things, the Lord utters phrases that I cannot imagine. He, out of love, says the same words that a child might say, but means them entirely differently. Mine! They belong to me. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. 
throughout history, we find God absolutely unexplainably redeeming those who don't deserve it and even making them his greatest advocates, taking murderer after murderer after murderer and turning them into disciples. King David, King Manasseh, St. Paul, and more and more and more. As we gather together, our hearts should cry out for those who are lost and dying, and not just the children. Can you imagine the profound darkness of the blind being led by the blind into the holes in which they'll fall? Can we imagine the hopelessness which would enable someone to say this child has no significance unless their mother declares them valuable? Can you imagine the self-deceit and the end of such a thought? Is there any place for that thought to go then as soon as people stop acclaiming me that I have no value? You see, the Lord has given us great gifts, whether we use them in his service or not. And those great gifts sometimes lead us to understandings that show just how absent of life our thoughts are and our hopes are. Where do we go when this is the place that our minds take us, that we're valuable only when other people would value us, that we deserve life only when other people would declare that we deserve it, only when a majority of society says, yes, we should live or our life should be protected? Is there anywhere but hopelessness and despair that we can end up? No wonder they cry out. No wonder they scream in rage. They're following their master. Not ours. Our witness has not been strong enough. The church needs to speak into these days. But not words of wrath. We speak Christ. Honestly, there are so many ways in which the only word we dare speak now is Jesus. What answer do we possibly have for anyone's death except to speak his name? What answer do we have for any death, no matter what its form? People isolated and alone dying of COVID, people dying of dread diseases, people dying in car accidents, People dying at the hands of their brothers or sisters or their mothers or their fathers or doctors or nurses 
or by their own hand because of despair. We have but only one word that speaks the truth in these days. Christ. Advent has come upon us and we pray, Stir up, O Lord, and what shall he stir up? Stir up our hearts that we might attend these days with wisdom. Let us speak Christ into these hours and into these moments and let us pray the ancient psalms that alone can give wisdom enough for these days, that alone can be sufficient prayer as we face these untenable obstacles. And there we will find hope. Because in these things we hear him by whom and for whom all things were made. Declaring, mine. Mine through my incarnation. Mine through my faultless life. Mine through my bloody sweat and passion and death, resurrection and ascension and session to the right hand of the Father. Mine, they belong to me. And our cry becomes different. O Lord, save your people and bless your heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. And as we cry out thus, we realize we're a part of the people he's always called mine redeemed by his blood, speaking in his name. Like our master, who even as he looked at those who were murdering him, begged for their forgiveness. What shall we cry? The moment's too big for me. I have no answers. But I know the words because the Lord has inscriptured them. What shall we cry? I have no answers that will change a heart. But the Holy Spirit does and has for many generations. What shall we cry? O Lord, save your people all of them. There is only one name to speak into death. Jesus Christ, the living one, who declares of his children and his people, mine. In Jesus' name, amen. Let my prayer rise before you as incense.
Lord, O Christ, O Lord, O Christ, God the Father in heaven, God the Son, Redeemer of the world, God the Holy Spirit, be gracious to us, be gracious to us, from all sin, from all error, from all evil, from the crafts and assaults of the devil, from sudden and evil death, from pestilence and famine, from war and bloodshed, from sedition and from rebellion, from lightning and tempest, from all calamity by fire and water, and from everlasting death, by the mystery of your holy incarnation, by your holy nativity, by your baptism, fasting, and temptation, by your agony and bloody sweat, by your cross and passion, by your precious death and burial, by your glorious resurrection and ascension, by the coming of the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, in all time of our tribulation, in all time of our prosperity, in the hour of death, and in the day of judgment. We poor sinners implore you to rule and govern your holy Christian church, to preserve all pastors and ministers of your church in the true knowledge and understanding of your wholesome word, and to sustain them in holy living, to put an end to all schisms and causes of offense to bring into the way of truth all who have erred and are deceived, we implore you to, hear us, Lord. to beat down Satan under our feet, we implore you to, hear us, Lord. to send faithful laborers into your harvest, we implore you to, hear us, Lord. to accompany your word with your grace and spirit, we implore you to, hear us, Lord. to raise those who fall and to strengthen those who stand, we implore you to, hear us, Lord. to comfort and help the weak-hearted and the distressed, to give to all peoples concord and peace, we to, hear us, Lord. to preserve our land from discord and strife, we to, hear us, Lord. to give our country your protection in every time of need, we to, hear us, Lord. to direct and defend our president and all in authority, we to, hear us, Lord. to bless and protect our magistrates and all our people, we to watch over and help all who are in danger, necessity, and tribulation. We you to, hear us, Lord. to protect and guide all who travel. We you to, hear us, Lord. to grant all women with child and all mothers with infant children increasing happiness and their blessings. We you to, hear us, Lord. to defend all orphans and widows and provide for them. We you to, hear us, Lord. to strengthen and keep all sick persons and young children. To free those in bondage, we you to hear us, and to have mercy on us all, we you to, hear us, to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts, we you to, hear us, to give and preserve for our use the kindly fruits of the earth, we you to hear us, and graciously to hear our prayers. We you to hear us, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God. Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. 
Christ, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Christ, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. O Christ, O Lord, O Christ, O Lord. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, the wicked say in their heart that you have forgotten. They murder the innocent and imagine that because others do not see it, neither will you. Arise, O Lord God, and lift up your hand to put an end to the evil of abortion. Have mercy on our nation. Hear the desire of the afflicted. Incline your ear and work by your might, that men of this earth may strike terror on the unborn no more. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, our merciful protector, arise with counsel and comfort for all expectant mothers, vulnerable or pressured to seek abortion. Give them clarity of mind to see death for the enemy that it is. Open their eyes to possibilities when they can see no other option. And give compassion to your church that she may be eager and ready to apply the balm of Christ's forgiveness and love to them. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Merciful Father, you have promised for your own sake. You blot out our transgressions and will not remember our sins. By your blessed gospel, forgive the sins of those who grieve past abortion decisions and give them certainty that your son's absolving blood was shed to cover this very guilt and shame. Give readiness by your Holy Spirit to pastors and Christian friends that they may be surrounded by constant acclamations of their deliverance through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, you rule all things in heaven and earth. Give your wisdom to the leaders of this government and nation throughout the world, that they may seek to govern with justice and compassion. As they create policies and legislation, cause them to defend the lives of all people. We pray for judges and court officials, that they may seek to do what is right in your eyes, and that all their decisions would be founded in justice and truth. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom come all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and also that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may live in peace and quietness, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
thank you so much for coming. Uh, the Concordia Historical Institute Museum right across the hall from us is open after the service and please uh, invite yourself in, uh, enjoy the wonderful exhibits. There is a volunteer present to answer as many questions as you have. And now those who are able to join us are also welcome for a meal we're going to have uh, in our dining hall, which if you go up the stairs, it's just off to the left once you get up, or if you take the elevators, go to the third floor. Peace be with you. Thank you for joining us for the LCMS Life Ministry Prayer Service for Life from the LCMS International Center in St. Louis. More information may be found at lcms.org life.